right? So we're here for our addictions, right? That's the most important thing. But you know, I got a, it's an amazing bonus I got when I came in. It's how to live all the life. But a lot of my addictions was due to, you know, drinking and food is like wanting people to like me, wanting control over everything. I know the answer. It's money, success. You know, we can't help it. Look, we were brought up to think we had to be successful, better than other people. You know, we're even taught, you know, what gets me, and, and a lot of people are not going to agree with this statement. I always hear people say, I want to build up my self-esteem. What is self-esteem? It has the word self in it, ego. So what, you're, what we're actually saying is if I could dress better than somebody else, have a better car, have more money, be more personable than them, be whatever I think uh, success is, that will build my self-esteem. But we get self-esteem through humility. We get self-esteem when we're not walking around and worrying about, you know, when I go to a job and I'm worrying about the boss is going to yell at me or something's going to happen or, or a co-worker is going to say something to me. That's in, in fear. You know, spirituality is a way of strength. You know, and it says in his book and Bill's story, common sense will become uncommon sense. The way I was taught was through self-will to control life. But all of a sudden it was reversed and turned around when I started to have this spiritual awakening. So um, we'll go on to page... 417. Okay, here's the main, main, main thing here. So it says, and this is really, really interesting because we always talk about the problem solution. About the third sentence down, it says on page 417 in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, when I stopped living in the problem and began living in the answer, the problem went away. So I always try to control life. That was the problem. If I went to a meeting or told a bunch of people in my life, I have this problem with somebody I'm making it more real. The answer to the problem, the spiritual solution is, is that, that there really is no reality to that. When I get quiet and I pray, usually the answer I get is that it really doesn't matter. Well, you know, what other people say or think, it's really none of my business. It doesn't matter. And when I make it part of me, I'm miserable. You know, it talks about in our book about resentment is the number one. Do you realize, and when I hear people share, 99.99% of our resentments and our upset in life is due to people. So here we're going to be taught how to have that spiritual awakening where you have that change of conscience and change of thinking. So it says, either you're in the problem or in the solution. But it says, when I was in the answer, the problem went away. So here we're getting the answer. It's going to tell us here. In this next paragraph is the answer. So if you want the answer, and if you have something bothering you today, this is the answer here. Now, you could read this a hundred times. You could do the steps a hundred times. You could go to a hundred meetings. You could have a hundred sponsees. But if you really want the solution, listen through your heart and instill this into you. And then you'll have that life-changing thing. And we talked about the third step prayer. So here we go. Acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. Now, in this book, it talks about the answer to all our problems. So accepting our problems. So to me... It's having that love through God's will, step three, love, patience, and tolerance. Having that higher consciousness, right? Where it's not about me, I, or my. It's about the universal, you know, a lot of philosophies, you know, again, AA is made up of all these philosophies and religion, Eastern, Western. You know, it's not cult like a lot of people say. If you read the steps and you read this big book, you could read any philosophy book in the world. And any religion, they talk even about, you know, we have the step four, you know, and... Uh, confession and whatever it is and and prayer and meditation right that's eastern western philosophy everything in this book but especially the first 167 pages but this chapter is so inspiring it's amazing so 
And it says here, when I am disturbed. Now, it's going to tell us why we're disturbed. We, I didn't know what the reason was, so I couldn't resolve the problem. It is because I find some person, place, or thing, or some situation, some fact in my life, unacceptable to me. Okay? I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, or thing as being the way it's supposed to be at this moment. So, I couldn't accept people who bothered me or tried to get me upset because I was coming from the self. The answer is letting go, surrendering to a higher consciousness. Inside of us, look, we all have this love, tolerance, and patience. It's all in there, this blissful nature. We just were created, look, the other parts of our body and our mind were created in pretty well perfection. But we were given this God-given talent to think on a higher level, but we misused it. Yeah, you should be in fear, right? If somebody puts a gun to your head or you're in the wilderness and a, a lion is going to attack you, a bear. But no, we got to use it. You know, somebody said when uh, 20 years ago, we walked into school or classroom, somebody says, oh, I don't like the way you're dressed or somebody looks at you the wrong way. That's what we use it for. How crazy are we? And we always thought everybody else was crazy. So now I can only sit there, it says here, not and smile, right? We're like an airplane. All our problems and all these situations in the world is down here. Again, this all has to do with the three-dimensional. We want to go to the fourth dimension. It also has to do with the five senses. On page 85, it talks about that sixth sense, rising above all these initial problems and having that sixth sense. Don't forget our addictions to food, alcohol, and other things, drugs, is related to the sense, touch, feel, all of these things, right? The seeing. So we can go out and enjoy and see the world for what it is, but realize the falseness of it all. To realize and comprehend that there is a that there is a falseness to it. It's not true. The only trueness is in, within us, and within what's called the soul. It's a soul, but we live everything on the human experience. Like I say, when you observe these things now, like the anger. Look, first of all, the past is depression, the future is anxiety. When we live in the eternal present, and if you get angry, resentful from now, just observe it. Like looking at a movie, it's not really, see, all of these things aren't true. All of these level, lower level things, because they're coming from a false premise. You're trying to get people to change from a false premise. Your false premise is, again, it's explained it here. If everything else outside of me was perfect, I'd, I'd be fine. Let me ask you a question. If you were to walk in a house, and, and it would, could you walk through the door, a wall to get into your house, or do you have to walk through the door? That's the way life is. We, we don't want to accept that life is just this, so we try to keep on walking into that wall, right? Every day banging our head against it, trying to change it. We can't change and put a door right in, you know, where it is. there's no door, right? So the same with our life. We're trying to always set these boundaries and, 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 and look at other people and what they did and what they did. But the answer is to change your perception. It says, um, nothing absolutely, nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Until I can accept my alcoholism and food addiction, any other addiction, I cannot stay sober. Unless I accept life completely on life turns, I cannot be happy. So, you know, here, let me just digress here with the food addiction. Okay, a lot of people, I bring this up because in Overeaters Anonymous, you know, the food addiction, we're trying to change our, our, our habits. We're trying to go and, and figure, if I just have this food, three meals a day, weigh my food, not that any of those things really don't help. I don't want to put that down. But I'm saying this, like it says here, I have to accept things completely. I have to accept God's grace when it comes to food. And I always bring up the water. The change of perception, having a change where we don't want all this 
And I always get into a lot more of this, but I'll just touch upon it now. Man-made food, synthetic foods, they have 50 ingredients in them, right? All poisons. My, if anybody wants to know my diet, it's one ingredient. Everything is natural, one ingredient. It has one-third the calories. It's, it's natural, it's nutritious. It doesn't have those poisons in it. But I say to drink alone, have that God consciousness, that clarity. Not have these drinks, 1,200 calories, all that sugar and that synthetic stuff and the oil and the, the salt and the, the craziness. Look at all the diseases we have and all the upset. You know, same with alcohol. Do I want to be like I used to be drinking all this alcohol, have synthetic drugs in my body? We have a better way. 